Hello everyone and welcome to another episode. I am your host Nikki of adjustget.fit on Instagram. I am a personal trainer and nutrition coach and today I'm going to be talking about something to do and something to try if you feel like your diet isn't working and also what to do if you feel like your diet is working. And by diet, I'm simply referring to how you're choosing to eat. And this could mean that you are, in fact, trying to lose weight or simply trying to maintain your weight or even trying to gain weight. It does not matter what your current goal is. Your diet is just simply how you're choosing to eat. And so if you are trying to lose weight and you're having a hard time, I want you to take a second to ask yourselves two questions. What is working and what isn't working? We are so quick to dismiss these simple questions, but they are honestly so important because you know what, what works for me or what works for someone else might not work for you. And you know what? That's okay. It doesn't make you a failure. It doesn't actually even make you special. (laughs) It just means that you're unique and original and perhaps you require a twist on a solution or an actual approach. That's super normal. When I look at all the women who I've worked with one-on-one in personal nutrition coaching, there is not two who do exactly the same thing for everything. Yes, there's a lot of principles I encourage and a lot of things I teach, but at the end of the day, there are slight tweaks and modifications that each one has made to make a strategy their own, to make it work for them. And the reality is I didn't get to where I am simply dieting and lifting weights. I got to where I am with my fitness, with my health, with my actual relationship with my body by being reflective. And I'm absolutely not doing the same thing I was four years ago. And you know why? It's because I've grown. It's because I've evolved. It's because I've asked myself, what is working? What isn't working? Just because I've done something for six months doesn't mean it's going to serve me positively for the rest of my life. If you, if, or if I look back to what I was doing five years ago, well, it's different. I was doing mostly cardio, mostly hit. I was not taking any unplanned rest days. Some days I was working out twice a day. I was super neurotic about my eating. I wasn't allowing myself to eat out at all. I wasn't allowing myself to eat more than 1600 calories a day. I was cutting out food groups. I was ignoring my cravings and none of those things worked well for me long-term. Because you get to a point when you're, okay, maybe you're having progress, maybe you're seeing results, but if you listen to that voice inside and you listen to that, you know, feeling in your gut, which says, I'm struggling. I hate this. I hate doing these workouts. I feel so deprived. I just want to have a chocolate bar. I want to be able to go out with a meal. I want to be able to go out and have a meal with friends without stressing out. If those are the thoughts you're having, then more so than ever is that question, what is working, important. 
Because if what you're doing isn't working, if you are feeling all of those things, then you're going to say, what is working? What am I doing that's working? And the problem is you're probably going to be able to easier answer the question, what isn't working? Well, if I'm feeling deprived, if I can't eat out, chances are your diet isn't working. You are so strict and so restricted in your approach that it's not going to work for you long term. And the same goes for workouts. When it comes to training, how I train now is different than how I trained five years ago. I don't do nearly as much hit and cardio as I did before. Now I go once or twice a week and I do my hit or Tabata here at home. And then I do about four sessions of weightlifting days. And then I just aim for a, a walk almost every day. That's what works for me. I work from home. I need to, you know, intentionally get out of the house, move my body, get my steps in and make sure I'm not sitting all day long at the computer. And so those are things that have evolved over time based on my current schedule, based on my life, what's available to me, what I feel comfortable doing and what I can fit into my day. So like I've said, it's not what I was doing five years ago, even four years ago. How I eat now is very different than how I ate before. And over the past five years, I've had a lot of different approaches to food and nutrition. I've tracked my macros. I've weighed all my food. I've measured things. I've meal prepped every single meal and snack I'm going to eat. And now I'm eating intuitively. I'm honoring my cravings. I'm not working out twice a day. I'm not feeling guilty about rest days. I'm not disregarding any kind of craving I have or restricting my food. And I'm choosing to be honest with myself about, you know, my choice to do or not do something. Because in the past, I feel like I would have those days where I lack motivation. I'm really struggling. I'm feeling unmotivated to eat well, to move my body. And I think, is this what I need to be doing today? Do I need to take a rest day? And then instead of feeling guilty all day long, I'd say, okay, you know what? Today I'm choosing not to work out. And I'm, I'm saying it in that way. I'm choosing not to work out. Because if it comes to the end of the day and I'm going, oh, you know what? I'd rather watch TV. Well, then you are choosing to watch TV instead of going for a walk. And that's where that ownership comes into play. People are saying, oh, you know, no progress is happening. Nothing is getting easier. I'm not losing weight. I'm not getting stronger. So my question to you is, what are you choosing to do? How are you choosing to spend your time? I'm not going to be someone who makes someone feel bad about themselves for not working out for one hour every single day. No, that's ridiculous. Some people don't have that kind of time and you should not feel badly about being one of those people. But if you have time to sit on your phone and scroll through social media for several hours a day, or you have time to watch three episodes in a movie after work, well, then you have time and you're choosing not to use that time to better your health and move your body and, you know, make your own meals, whatever it is. And so this is where take ownership and say what you're choosing to do. I don't have time for a one hour workout, but I am choosing to work out for 15 minutes. I don't have time for a 30 minute workout, but I'm choosing to walk around the block after dinner. We have choices. And so if something isn't working, 
choose what you can do instead. So if you are looking to make a change, you need to know what is and what isn't working for you. And the only way to know if it works is trial and error. Because when someone asks me a question about nutrition, they say, oh, you know, what should I do? Or I'm starting to work out. What should I do? And my answer for the most part is, well, it kind of depends. What are you currently doing? What do you have time for? How do you like to eat? How do you like to work out? Because your answer should have an impact on your approach. And then from there, I'd say commit to trying something for a given time. If you're going to say, you know what, I'm really not sure about spinning or spin class, I'd say give it a try. Commit to going for whatever works into your schedule, you know, once a week, three times a week. Try that for an entire month. See how it feels. Because a lot of us kind of, we avoid the suck. We avoid doing things that we're not good at. We avoid doing things that we're new at because we don't like feeling like beginners. But you know what? Everyone has started as a beginner when they try something new. So it's okay to suck. It's okay for it to be hard. It's okay for you not to be the best at it right away. But you're only going to know if it works, if you're going to try it a couple times, if you're going to commit to that experience. And like one example of this is I recently took up mountain biking because, well, we live in a great part of the world where we have great trails near us. The whole pandemic has been going on. We can't travel. And it's been a couple of years since we've been home for this length of time without leaving the country. And so I was like, you know what? Vitaly started going. He looked like he was having such a good time. He was really enjoying it. And I was like, okay, okay, let me try. And you know what? The first time I went, it was freaking horrible. I hated it. I hurt myself. I hurt my ankle. I had to get off my bike for, I don't know, 30 or 40% of the ride. And it sucked. I hated it. I was like cursing him. I at one point was like, don't cry, Nikki. Don't cry. Be a, be a human. Get through this. You're going to be fine. It's just a little bit of blood. It's just a little bit of bruising. You're okay. And I was like, okay, you know what? That was really hard. Let's try a different trail. And Vitaly's also such like a patient person. He's like, it's okay, Nikki. Like we can go slow. You can get off your bike. And he's also very encouraging, which I think helps me to challenge myself and feel like I can do so and have someone be empathetic to me, which really goes a long way for me. And so we've been out a couple more times. We've done the same trails over and over so I can practice so I can get better. And yeah, some days I'm just like, oh my gosh, I am like beyond terrified. I'm trying to play it cool because I'm that person who I'm like, I like to be good at things. I like to do things that I'm good at. I like to feel successful. And so I'm always like, oh, I'm like, I can mountain bike uphill all day long because I'm like, it's cardio, it's endurance. I've got strong legs. I'm great at this. And when it comes to coming down the mountain on my bike, I am petrified. I was literally just telling a friend um, how we went for a ride the other day and I was mentally like, Nikki, it's fine. You're going to be fine. Relax your body. You're going to be okay. And worst case, you just go boneless. It'll hurt a lot less when you fall. <laughs> and so, you know what? Like I've said, embrace the suck. Embrace the things that you're not good at and give it a try. Commit to doing it for a couple times. Commit to doing something that you're not good at 
because it's the only way you're going to get better at. And once you start to grow and once you start to see that change, you're going to be like, wow, this is great. And if I hadn't given it a chance, I wouldn't have known. This goes for all kinds of things with regards to health and fitness and nutrition, similar with like intermittent fasting, which I've talked about before. If you're brand new intermittent fasting and all of a sudden you jump in and you're like, I'm going to fast for 16 hours a day and I'm going to eat all my meals in an eight hour window. Well, you know what? It's going to be brutal initially, depending on how you ate before. If you were someone who was eating all day long, breakfast, lunch, dinner, you know, snacks here and there, and someone who's eating late at night, Fitting all your meals into an eight-hour window can be a really big change. I know when I first did it, it was in some ways, I want to use the word devastating. I was so hungry and I was just thinking, oh my gosh, three more hours till I can eat, two more hours till I can eat, 43 minutes until I can eat. And I was like, you know what, Nikki, let's try this for seven to 10 days and let's see how I feel. Because our bodies are incredible and resilient and they adjust to things. And after I got through that first week, I was like, wow, I feel great. I have a whole, you know, much, ugh. I have a whole lot of energy first thing in the morning. My brain is super clear. I'm not having to stop work and scramble to put together a meal because, well, I'm well hydrated. I've had lots of drink. I've had my water. I've had my tea. And well, you know what? It gets to the point now when I was like, oh my gosh, it's one o'clock. I should eat. I should eat. As opposed to before when I was like, oh my goodness, it's seven o'clock. How am I not eating breakfast? And so this is like anything. When it comes to your diet, when it comes to your approach, you need to constantly ask yourself those two questions. What is it working? What is working? And what isn't working? Because you know what? As you grow as you evolve, and as your schedule and your needs change, your answers are going to change. And so it's absolutely okay if your approach changes. Just because something worked for you six months ago doesn't mean it's going to work for you if you fast forward six months from now. That's okay. That doesn't make you a failure. That doesn't make you, you know, not successful. It just makes you human. So please remember, take your time to answer those questions. And really also, don't forget to do this when things are going well. And this is always what I ask my clients too. If things are like, hey, you know what? Things went great this week. I was able to stick to all my goals. I feel great about my water. I feel great about my protein intake. I got you know, all these things accomplished. And I'm going to say, great. Why are things working so well for you? Because if you take that moment when things are really good, to reflect on why things are really good and why things are working, you mentally have to pause and make that connection and go, huh, this is working because actually I planned my meals out. This is working because Sunday night I looked at my schedule and picked times to work out in my day when it was realistic. Or you know what? I made sure that on days when I couldn't get my full workout in, I still did something and I cut my workout in half. But please don't just make this a thing when things aren't going well. Remind yourself to ask these questions when things are going well. You want to have that connection to what makes you successful, what makes you feel good. Because if you know when things are going well, why it's going well, 
it's a lot easier to go back to those strategies and go back to those approaches when things aren't going well. Because when you have a tough week and you're like, I don't know why I'm having a tough week. Well, you know what? You know what'll make it easier to know? If you've taken the time to reflect on what made your week good. And the truth is you might not always have an answer. You might have a great week, make some connections in the following week. You know, you do a lot of the same things, but for some reason, it's just not connecting. Things just aren't going well. That happens too. But it's a lot easier to have an answer and understanding if you know why things go successful for you or why things work well for you. All right, my loves, hopefully this has been helpful for you. Please take a second to leave me a five-star review. Let me know what you think. And don't forget, you can get in touch with me on Instagram at justget.fit, or you can email me for one-on-one nutrition coaching. And my email address is nikki at justget.fit. Thank you so much for listening, guys. And don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss any episodes.